0: Hi there, welcome to the End Times Guy podcast. Great to have you with me. I'm so thankful that you're listening to a podcast, any podcast about the end times. It shows that you are awake, you are aware of the things that are going on in the world right now. All the warning signs that are taking place. I wanna mention another podcast right now. It's called End Times Headlines. I found it on just searching for End Times and it follows news articles and things of that nature i think the guy's name is brian i'm not a hundred percent sure on that but really good information and the man is born again and speaks the truth and i'm really happy i found that podcast and want to mention it to you it's called end times headlines and you can find it in most places you find your podcasts but uh We're living in the last days. There is just no question whatsoever in my mind. Everything is spiraling around and around out of control. Um, Last night, they had a heavy snowfall in the Midwest of the United States. And, you know, after a beautiful late summer day, they go to bed and wake up to snow. Very, very alarming. And this is nothing new for China that experienced heavy snowfalls in July and August. And they're in the Northern Hemisphere like we are. This is their summer. And they've had heavy snow, typhoons, massive, massive flooding, locust plagues, COVID-19, of course. Um, If God has not got their attention yet, what is it going to take? Uh, Just uh, It is the end times that you and I are living in. And I want to talk a little bit about preparing today. It's something I believe we should do. We should be prepared. Um, It's kind of like having car insurance only. It's more important than protecting your car. It's protecting your loved ones from starvation and things of that nature. And it's prudent to have a supply of food in reserve some medical supplies, some water purification, um, extra clothing and footwear, things of that nature so that you can care for your loved ones and your neighbors to the best of your ability for as long as you have to. There's a few items I'd like to mention that I've discovered, and I think they're important. Put them on your list of things to get, things you should have uh, the first is called a Berkey filter. It's spelled B-E-R-K-E-Y. And a Berkey filter is about seven inches long, uh, maybe two to three inches in diameter, and has a little pipe nipple on the bottom of it. And what you do is drill a small hole in the bottom of a five-gallon pail, push the, the nipple through the hole, and there's threads on the other end, and a plastic nut is included with a package. Screw the plastic nut on, and there you go. You have your water purification center all set up. You pour lake water, river water, whatever water you have into the five-gallon bucket, and out of the bottom into rubber tubing that you connect to it, will flow clean, usable drinking water that isn't going to make your family sick. And this will filter literally thousands of gallons of water. So your neighbors can have water. It'll be good for everybody. And the Berkey filters, I believe a two-pack was roughly around $200. But I found a no-name version of that on Amazon for $70 for two of them. So I I think it's a great item to have. You can get things like life straws and portable filtration kits that really you may get a hundred gallons out of. And I was looking for a more heavy duty alternative that would be more than just water for the family for a week. I'd I'd like to be able to filter water long-term and that Berkey filter is definitely the solution. The next one I want to mention is we already experienced what a toilet paper shortage looks like with COVID-19, a very bizarre thing. Uh, Everyone running out to stockpile toilet paper. It was a very strange reaction to the pandemic. And I suppose all it took was one nut who went out and emptied his local grocery store and that triggered a chain reaction. It's the same with a run on the banks. All it takes is for a few people to go and withdraw all of their money and all of a sudden, uh, it's like holding a match to the fuse. Everyone runs and panics and, and that's what happens. You have chaos. But in the event where toilet paper is just not available, It's a good idea if you have a second option, a backup plan already planned out. You don't want to start thinking about it when it's too late or else your options are leaves, um, pages from a book, things of that nature. And we don't want to go there. Uh, On Amazon, I picked up a couple of squeeze bidets, squeeze bottle bidets that you pour water in and you squeeze it and a shower comes out of the end. You can clean up the business And it was $25 for two of those. And, you know, just to have them set away for emergencies, I I think that is a very simple, practical solution. But I'm just bringing it up so that you'll think about what is your backup plan. Uh, I read in one book that another option is to use cloths. You have a um, bottle of sanitary solution set up. So after the cloth is used, you wash it out, then you rinse it out, then you hang it to dry for tomorrow or whatever. And I didn't like the sound of that. First of all, how, how sure are you that you can always have that soapy water available to wash up the rag? Who wants to wash the rag? And I don't know, it just not a solution. But, you know, this is why I'm bringing it up. Give you a chance to think about your backup plan. Um, another one surprisingly is soap, just your basic soap. If we don't get it from the store, it's very, very hard to come by to make it is a long drawn out process. You're going to have to reduce charcoal and boil it down until you have lye and mix that with rendered animal fat and let it cure for a month so (laughs) making your own soap is not a simple thing it's a great time to make sure that you're stocked up on soap Um, living without soap is definitely something you don't want to experience um also bars like irish spring uh they go down very quickly they lather right up and they disappear very quickly There are more generic brands that don't lather up nearly so well, but last an awful lot longer. And that's what really matters. Um, I don't need a bar of soap to smell my best. I I need a bar of soap to to take the grit and the grime off. And if you get a a more generic brand without all the uh, additives, it, it will last an awful lot longer. But there is one prepping item that is an absolute must-have. It's more important than all the other prepping items combined, and that is faith. Faith is the absolute foundation. God is in control of all things, and he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Now, I'm not the kind of person to put my feet on the dash and say, well, God's going to supply. I don't even need to worry about it. I believe that it's prudent and it's right to go out and do the things that you can do with the understanding that you just simply can't plan for every contingency or you simply won't be able to stockpile enough. Whatever the case may be, faith is the number one item that you need to prep. Um, I kind of compare it to someone who is all gung-ho and they look at societal unrest and the end times and things of that nature. And their thinking is tactical firearms and bulletproof vests and Keflar helmets. And, you know, they're going to war. They, they've got all the, this different battle gear set aside. And what about their physical body? What kind of shape are they in? What good is all that expensive tactical gear? if you can't run across the street without getting winded and it's the same thing with faith. Faith is the physical body. We can prep, we can get all of these things set aside, but without faith, it really is a waste because we're going to need faith in the end times more than we ever, we we've needed very little faith up to this point because the hospital was always there to look after us and the grocery store and the bank. We, we had our answers in our wallet, and now that in the very near future may not be the answer anymore. And we're going to need faith to deal with medical problems, faith to deal with food supply problems, faith to deal with dangers and threats. Um, we can have a little bit of food set aside and some things, but honest to goodness, <laughs> we need faith desperately and remember without faith it is impossible to please god now god has already led you through some circumstances if you're born again i guarantee you god has led you through some things to build up your faith jesus said in this life you will have trouble that was a promise because that's how christians grow up that's how they become strong As Israel was led through the wilderness for the testing of their faith, you and I are led through various trials for the testing of our faith. And through those trials, you're expected to learn through experience that you can trust God. Um, In Acts chapter 7, Stephen begins his um, sermon to the, the council, the Jewish council, by recounting. The promises that God made to Abraham and how through time, every single one of those promises were fulfilled. He was building a foundation in this message that God is faithful. When God says he will do something. You never question that. God will do it. And when we read in the Bible that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory, you don't question that. You know it in your heart for a fact. And the experiences God has led you through in your lifetime have seasoned you and hardened you and prepared you for this day. So that you know that no matter what storm comes your way, God has already prepared a way through it. Now, I want to finish off by sharing a story from Eric Ludy. is uh, a pastor with Ellerslie Missionary Society, a born again Christian brother. His preaching is the kind that makes you want to draw nearer to God, and that is good good food. I love to eat at his table. Um, He said that the the Folks who set out on the Mayflower, they had an absolutely abominable time just getting the voyage started. And when they finally did get to sea, it was stormy all the way there. And right in the middle of the Atlantic, the main mast snaps. And there is no Lowe's Depot nearby where they can pull in and get a new mast. They're dead in the water in the middle of the Atlantic. And how do you fix the main mast on a ship? But there was a, uh, they, they began to pray and a man had brought a printing press on board. And inside that printing press was a thick enough iron screw that they were able it fit perfectly. And they were able to fortify that mast. You see, God knew that the mast would break halfway and God already had the answer on board the Mayflower before anyone knew about it. God is faithful and he's already planned your rescue before you ever knew you were in trouble. We need to be able to, we need to be confident in the Lord our God that he will provide, he will take care of us and nothing is going to happen to us outside of his will. The most important prepping item you can possibly get is faith. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have a tremendous weekend, a weekend of growing nearer to the Lord, a weekend of loving your family. God bless.